Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It may be the nighttime, but the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you in the Key Studios on this Tuesday evening with you for the full four. We ask you to download the Odyssey app. You're not in the car as much. You want to listen in. Put the Odyssey app on one of your devices. You can use your smartphone. You can use your tablet. You can use your Alexa speakers. You can use your Coleco. You can use your Game Boy, your Nintendo 64, Atari 2600, whatever your device is. Just download it on something to be able to catch us when you are on the go. Social media is at 929 Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Best way to be a part of the show, follow us on our personal Twitter pages at JMCH316. That, of course, your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else that is out there producing the show. This is like three or four in a row. That's only because we had free food tonight. Dylan in the house at underscore Dylan Matthews. Dylan. Got all of them in tonight. So, Uh, again, to quote Jim Ross, Bizzer and a fruit merchant tonight, we got a bunch that's going on tonight. So, coming up at 8 o'clock, going to be fun. We're going to have some folks from the Atlanta Gladiators in. Yes, they used to be the Gwinnett Gladiators. They are now the Atlanta Gladiators. And they have a very cool event coming up as um, they're going to have – Kind of a throwback night, if you will, the Believe in Blue Land night, which is coming up on Friday, December 16th. 
and it's going to be honoring the Atlanta Thrashers. Wish we had the Thrashers back. Hockey would be fun right about now. But we'll, we're going to have a whole bunch of their folks. We're going to have their head coach in, goaltender, defenseman. Um, so we got several folks that are coming in here to be a part of this with us this evening. But uh, Believe in Blue Land is coming up on Friday, December 16th. And um, you can get your tickets to be part of that. Go to AtlanticGladiators.com and get your tickets online. They are still over at Gas South Arena in uh, Gwinnett right there off of Sugarloaf Parkway. So we'll do that at the top of the next hour. Um, Ritter season is upon us. So we, you know, happy Ritter season if you celebrate uh, such things. As we get ready for Desmond Ritter's NFL debut, not just his starting debut. Understand he hasn't played a snap in a game yet this year. So obviously the Falcons are going to be down in New Orleans, take on the hated Saints, or is, what, what does Freaky call them? The the Swampers or whatever like that, the, the whatever it is. It's the, like a combination of Swampers and Swamp People yeah, or, or something or, like that. How, do, how does he do it? The like that or whatever like that. So anyway, Freaky Deaky. Um, so Desmond Ritter will take over as the uh, starting quarterback. We'll, we're going to have a delayed flyover. It'll be 9 o'clock because we've got the folks from the Gladiators coming in at 8. But, okay, so this was a performance-based decision, but the quarterback is going to go, but the, the former starting quarterback is headed to IR. Okay. Can I tell you, I'll, I'll just say it like this, and I, and I said this earlier today. The Falcons are the best manipulators of their roster of any team in the NFL. And I listen, I love Arthur Smith and I love Dean. I love these guys the way they do this. They completely manipulated the roster and the system when it came to Deion Jones. They've done the same thing with Jalen Mayfield. And now they're doing the same thing with Marcus Mariota. Not mad at him. I I just it's fascinating to watch them operate. The fact that all of a sudden. Ooh, ooh, my knee. My knee's broken. My knee's broken. And all of a sudden now, Mariota's going to end up on IR for a chronic issue. Let me ask you a question, Dylon. If Marcus Mariota is on IR, and let's say Desmond Ritter Sunday goes 10 for 26, 80 yards, no touchdowns and four picks. How many questions will the head coach now have to answer about bringing Mariota back in? A gazillion. Uh, no, he won't. Oh, you don't think so? Marcus Mariota's on IR, Chief. Oh, yeah, he can't. Ah! Yeah, he, he's, he's got to miss at least four See, weeks. See, I already fooled you. We're five minutes in the show, and you already got fooled by me. That's right. You, you tricked me. Yes. Trick question. See what I mean? See how that works? Yeah, he, he can't. Right. Because he can't come back. Right. Oh, how many games are left? Four. Huh. And IR is minimum four. Okay. Anyway, so listen, it is what it is. Happy Ritter season to everybody who celebrates it. We'll get ready for for Desmond Ritter, and uh, we'll talk to our friend of the show coming up at 740, Tori McElhaney. We'll, uh, We'll break down the game and get ready for everything, as the Falcons obviously had their bye week this past week, and now they head down to New Orleans. Look, very much a winnable game. Very much a losable game. This is Saints and Falcons. I don't care if one team is 13-0 and and the other team is 0-13. I don't care if both teams are 6-7 and and 7-6. and This is a one of the better rival games in all of the NFL. And 
it can go either way. So be interesting to see how Desmond – look, just control the offense, run the offense. They're going to be still a run-heavy team. I will be curious to see whether or not he gets some designed run plays. Other than that, you know, it's it's kind of as is. You know, we're going to run the football, going to try to play good defense. Um, I'll give you a couple of stats in the flyover tonight that are interesting about a couple of guys for the Atlanta Falcons. But we'll talk to Tori McElhaney coming up here at 740, our weekly chat with her. All right, uh, Braves grab one of the best defensive catchers in baseball in Sean Murphy. We will talk to Chris Willis coming up at 820 this evening. We'll break it all down with him. Here's what I'll say. I like getting Sean Murphy. I hate losing William Contreras. All I saw where, oh, well, they gave up all these prospects. Who cares? Who cares? I don't care if they if if they if they gave Oakland their Rome affiliate and said just take the whole team. Who cares? We're in win now mode. Nothing is more important than win now. Win now, win the World Series in the year of our Lord, 2023. Nothing is more important. Not prospects, not development, not this, not that, whatever. I'll tell you the stat that stuck out to me about Sean Murphy. Obviously, he won the Gold Glove in 2021. He was a finalist for the Gold Glove this year. You know, he's got the second fastest throw down to second base on average. Like, JT Real Muto is the fastest bump throw to second base. Uh, Murphy is second. But I'll tell you the number that stuck out to me about Sean Murphy. The dude had 37 doubles last year. 37 doubles. Can I tell you, he drove in 60, he had 37 doubles and 18 homers. Drove in 66 runs, is it. If he has 37 doubles and 18 homers on this squad, he'll drive in 100 runs. He'll have a minimum of 100 runs driven in. With all those guys running around the bases, with Ozzy and Ronnie and Grissom or this or that, or beep, bada boop, bada bop. Those guys running around the bases, 37 doubles and 18 homers will be at least 100 RBI for Sean Murphy. So, again, I like the trade. I hate losing Contreras. I really like Wild Bill. There's just something about Wild Bill that I really like. But we'll talk to um, we'll talk to our buddy from Battery Power, Chris Willis, coming up at the 820 and get into all of that. Um, RIP to Mark Leach, uh, Mike Leach, excuse me. Um, obviously, listen, the longtime college football coach, um, I had a chance to talk to him a few years ago when he was at Washington State. Love Mike Leach. I love everything he represents about college foosball. Died way too young. Uh, big loss. That's like the first coach or something since like the early 90s to die while he was still the head coach of his team. So just awful news. Um, a heart issue. Could not recover and, you know, moves on. Uh, our prayers and, and well wishes for Coach Leach, one of the all-time great characters in college football. Uh, Stetson Bennett finished fourth in the Heisman over the weekend. Not really a surprise. I was glad to see Stetson there. I did not understand all of the angst about why people were aggravated about Stetson Bennett being there. There should be something to being the number, the 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 national championship quarterback on the best team in America, and I think there is some value to that. F. Da Gottlieb, F. Da Gottlieb, step oh, yeah. right up and say F. Da Gottlieb. Yeah, yeah, he had an interesting comment over the weekend too. I guess he was too busy making up stories about Freddie Freeman to have watched any Georgia football. By the way, 
The Heisman says nowhere in its byline that it's supposed to be for the best player in college football. There's something called the Maxwell Award for the best player in college football. Caleb Williams won that. There's something called the Davey O'Brien Trophy. That's for the best quarterback in the nation. Max Dugan won that. And Caleb Williams won the Heisman. So good for Caleb, but there's I have no issue whatsoever with Stetson Bennett being up there. Yes, I think Hendon Hooker should have been there. Yes, I think Blake Corum should have been there. I think both those guys should have been there as well. That would have been the right thing to do. But good for Stetson. He finished fourth. All right, I gotta I gotta spend a minute or two because we're not gonna have time on the rest of the show. Like I said, we're we're busy on the one on paper hanger. The Hawks. It's getting ridiculous. Okay? They're down four starters at one point last night in that game. And Capella leaves out. Trey's missing. They got nobody on the court. Here we are, middle of December, and we're right back in the same boat of who's in, who's out, who's playing, who's not playing. We know Murray's out for a few weeks. Collins maybe's day-to-day. Hunter at least is back now. Now I got to deal with Capella and Trey Young. This is why they can't go anywhere. This is the same old story. Who's in, who's out, who's on, who's off, who's showing up tonight. And again, now they're a 500 team. In a stretch where we talked about these 19 games, you have to make up some ground. You have to get ahead. You have to look at the schedule just like we do in Major League Baseball in chunks and chunks and chips and chops and troops and stuff. You have to take little blocks of the schedule. And you have to look at it like that. Now you're a third of the way through the season, and you're a 500 team. With all the guys that you're supposed to have, and everybody's supposed to be healthy, ready to rock and roll, and this, that, and the other. Mm. And Bogey was out last night. What's Bogey played? Four games? And he's out again? Like, this is ridiculous. Because it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, this this is why this team can't get over the hump. You had four starters out last night. What is it about the Hawks that they just can never? Collins can't stay healthy. Hunter can't stay healthy. Trey's dinged up. Capella's always hurt. Like, what is the deal? And they had John Morant and their second leading scorer out last night. And you were still down almost 40 last night in that game. What did they lose? By 25? They were down by 34, 36 last night in that game? And here you go. Now you're about to enter in a stretch where you got all these vagabonds. For God's sakes, the Hornets and Orlando, all these suckwad teams that are in the NBA. You got to roll through these teams because you're going to get to the first of the year. You know, the, the, the Hawks right now, through yesterday, have had so far the 10th toughest schedule when you do all the power rankings and analytics. They rank number 10 because they've played Milwaukee three times, Philadelphia three times, the Brooklyn Nets, right? But their remaining schedule is the fifth easiest in the NBA. What have I tried to tell you? And you got to take advantage of it. The suckwad Hornets. The scuzz bucket magic. All these dirtbag lowlifes. They, they've got what? They've got Orlando, Charlotte, um, and Orlando. Their next three games. Then they have the Bulls, and then it's the Pistons. So you got three of the big dirtbag franchises in the NBA. 
And again, we're a third of the way through the season, and we're just floundering around like a lost puppy out in the middle of the woods, just kind of wondering where to go and where to turn next. Because it's getting ridiculous. Can we get some guys healthy and get this thing on track so we're not sitting here in early February, two games under 500, eighth or ninth in the Eastern Conference, and just, well, let's get on a roll. God almighty. Like, it's every year it's the same conversation. All right, when we come back, they say that a rookie quarterback's best friend is this, and the Falcons have plenty of it. I'll tell you up next in five minutes. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 92 on the game, the Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back to more John Chuckery. Now, now I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back with the John Chuckery Show. Live in the Kia Studios Tuesday night with you. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us on the go. Social media is at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. At JMCH316, he's at underscore Dylan Matthews. Hey, losing money's no fun, but winning is. The BetQL app uses proven data and analytics to help you make smarter bets. Check out uh, the BetQL app. Download it today or visit BetQL.com. 20 minutes from right now, we will talk to our friend of the show, Tori McElhaney. She will join me for our weekly conversation. Since we don't have a show tomorrow night, we will talk with her here on this Tuesday. Don't forget, top of the hour, we're going to have some fun the Atlanta Gladiators, uh, we're going to have some of their folks in studio with us as uh, the head coach and some players will be in here. 
as they get ready for their Believe in Blue Land night coming up on Friday the 16th. That, of course, is this Friday. You can go to AtlantaGladiators.com and purchase tickets. It's going to be kind of a throwback night to honor the uh, Atlanta Thrashers. There will be T-shirts for sale and all kinds of neat stuff. So we will talk to them about that event coming up here at the top of the hour. But as we get ready for Ritter season to officially begin on Sunday, you know, they have a saying that says that a rookie quarterback's best friend is a really good running game. And obviously the Falcons have that in spades. And when we talk about, you know, listen, I know a lot of people are excited about Ritter because of his either real or perceived. And again, perception has the same effect as truth. So even if it's not true, people perceive that Desmond Ritter is going to be a better passer. But the reality is that this team is not going to huck it and chuck it around a lot more because of having Desmond Ritter there. Their identity and the thing that will take the pressure off Ritter and the thing that this team still does as well as anybody. By the way, the Falcons are now the only team in the NFL that runs it more than they throw it. That has a majority of run running plays versus pass plays. And that is running the football is what they do well. And especially running behind the right-hand side of their line where Chris Lindstrom and Caleb McGarry are. That's where they are. So while I understand everybody's excited about the idea of seeing Ritter and can he throw it around or this, that, and the other, don't expect the Falcons to do things that put him in danger and harm's way. Don't expect the Falcons to all of a sudden open up their offense. And by the way, this is not about how many games they win either, these final four. This is about finding out some things about your rookie quarterback and whether or not he's ready to take over the reins of the offense. It doesn't mean if he plays poorly in the next four games that he can never be a good quarterback. It also doesn't mean that if he plays really well that he's going to be the second coming of Andrew Luck. Take it for what it is. Now, the other part of this is the Falcons need all hands on deck. You have to help your rookie quarterback out. This is not a situation where you're going to put things on your rookie quarterback. Remember the number one things that the number one, two, three, four things the Atlanta Falcons did to help out Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan was the third overall pick in the entire NFL draft in 2008. Third overall pick. Not a third rounder like Desmond Ritter. He was the third overall pick. And to quote the great Bill Parcells, the biggest mistake I made when I was with the Dolphins was not drafting Matt Ryan. That's his quote, by the way. And he took Chris Long, who made multiple Pro Bowls as a uh, Pro Bowl offensive lineman. But what, what did the Falcons do? Well, they went out and got the best free agent signing in team history, Michael Turner. And they fed Michael Turner the ball. And they got their offensive line figured out, right? They had Harvey Dahl and Tyson Claybo and all those guys. They were a tough, physical offensive line. And they were an older but savvy defense. They weren't a great defense in 08. They had a whole bunch of guys that were going on the wrong side of their ages, the Coy Wires and the Keith Brookings and the Lawyer Malloys and guys like that. Multiples of guys that were over 30 years old that were – headed to the wrong side of their NFL career. 
but they were an old, savvy defense. They were just good enough, and they could run the daylights out of the football with Michael Turner. And remember, one of our first-round picks besides Matt Ryan was Sam Baker. They traded back up into the first round to go get themselves a tackle. So the Falcons did everything they could for Matt to make him as comfortable and as easy as could be. And when we talk about that a rookie quarterback's best friend is the running game, that's what Michael Turner gave this team. What did he go for, 1,700 yards and a dozen touchdowns or whatever the numbers were? He was amazing. And he's the best. He still to this day is the best free agent signing that the Falcons have ever had. Because they went from being the laughing stock of the entirety of the NFL to all of a sudden they were a playoff team. And it turned everything around. And we know the rest is history, and the franchise took off from there. The, the most sustained success in the history of the franchise. So you don't ask your rookie quarterback to go out there, huck it all around, and this, any other. I still anticipate, I think if Ritter gets to 25 throws, that's a lot. And what have we said all season long about Marcus Mariota? When he throws it 20 or less times, they're 4-1. and one. When he throws it 21 or more times, they're 1-7. and seven. The formula to win is still to be heavy run first and get some turnovers, get some sacks, and be opportunistic on defense. They're certainly not a great defense. We'll talk about this in the flyover. They have been much better in their past defense in the last four games. Now, some of that may be the quarterbacks that they're facing, but again, I saw Taylor Heineke last year hucking around for just a, a whisker under 300 yards and three touchdowns. So you don't have to have the best of the best of the best of the best to come in and, and throw it against the Atlanta Falcons defense. But they haven't given up a 200-yard passer uh, for their defense since Justin Herbert. That was on December. Or that was on November 6th when they played. It's been over a month since a quarterback has thrown for 200 yards against the Falcons. So you stay with the game plan but everybody has to help out. I need my guys up front to block really well. I need to make sure if I if I do throw it to Kaderil Hodge, he catches it, no drops. Zacchaeus, no drops. Help your guys out. Now, don't make dumb penalties. Staying ahead of the chains. You know, this is where everybody has to pitch in and help out the rookie quarterback. So, it, it will be... I'm excited like everybody else. I want to see his command of the offense. I want to see if he's a guy that looks like he's, you know, ready to shoulder a bigger workload, you know, as we watch him. I want to see that he's got composure. He's a leader on the field. You know, he had like 50 starts in college. Think about that. It was like, I think it was 50 starts in college that he had, 48 or 50. I can't remember. Let's, let, let's use the smaller number. Let's say it's 48 starts, okay? Let me put that in perspective. Jalen Mayfield, who started all 17 games last year, only had 13 starts in his college career. Now think about that. He only Mayfield had 13. Ritter had 48 or 50, whatever the number is. So I don't anticipate that the moment is too big. Desmond Ritter has played in every Major outside of the national championship, 
Desmond Ritter's played in every major game you could ask him to play in. He's played the University of Georgia. He's played Alabama. He played in a college playoff semifinal game. He played in Notre Dame. He's played Ohio State. You know, he's played all the top teams in the country. He's played in different environments. He's played in a playoff college game. So the moment should not be too big for him at this point. But we are talking about, again, a guy who hasn't literally taken a snap this year, has not taken a snap in this offense. So I'm excited to see him like everybody else, but I can tell you that they will stay true to what their game plan is. That is their winning formula. That is their formula that works for them and what wins for them. My big thing is, and I've been frustrated about this the last few weeks, is I need more touches out of Cordero Patterson. The last three weeks have been 12, 14, and 11. That num- There's no reason now with a quarter of the season left to not be giving him 20 touches. And by the way, so that we're also clear and we understand, the Falcons are not tanking. The Falcons are not trying to lose. Okay, so you can get all those dumb thoughts out of your empty head. They're not tanking. They're not trying to lose. They're still trying to win games. But now was the time to make this move. Now was the time. This offense has gone nowhere. It's done nothing to try to help you. Again, you don't have to be great in the passing game, but you're getting to the point where you're becoming incompetent in the passing game. And you can't be like that in the NFL. You can't in modern-day NFL be incompetent when it comes to throwing the football. Too often, that's how we are. Guys are open, we're missing them, and this, that, and You can't afford to have that in the NFL. When, when the game comes down to four to six plays, the difference between did we win or did we lose, you can't afford to be on the short side of those four to six plays. And missing a guy wide open downfield, you know, or doing this or doing that. And again, I'm not going to blame Mariota for everything, but he's still the quarterback. And there's not a single solitary position on a football field that has more influence than the quarterback position. You get outstanding quarterback play, you pretty much always win in the NFL. You get dreadful quarterback play, you're pretty much guaranteed you're always going to lose. So this will be exciting. I'm excited to see Desmond Ritter. I, I, and I'll be honest with you, I don't care what the record is. You know, again, if they go 0-4, they go 0-4. I didn't figure that they would be more than 1-3 because I said before the start of the season, I thought the Falcons would win six games. That means if they go 1-3 down the stretch, they'll win six games. They might go 2-2, two and two, but I don't think they're going 4-0. I don't see a 4-0 and other teams have to lose kind of scenario and we can continue to talk about playoffs. Just show me he has command of the offense. Four games is not going to be enough sample size to tell you everything that you need to know about Marcus Mario or sorry about Desmond Ritter. Now you're not you're not going to you're not going to have everything solved and everything figured out and everything that's taken care of. But this is a good sample and it's not coincidence that they're going into this last quarter of the season. I know it's 17 games, but bear with me. The last quarter of the season and giving their quarterback a chance to show some things he can do, and to be honest with you, some things he can. I've said this before. Look, I watched a lot of Johnny Manziel and Brandon Whedon 
in their rookie years starting for the Cleveland Browns. And what I could tell you is this. I knew that those guys were not capable of being starting quarterbacks in the NFL. That's why I called them bummed and weeding. Couldn't run an offense, couldn't command anything, couldn't make a game-winning play, had plenty of bonehead plays, that interception against the Detroit Lions that cost them a game. Just plenty of bonehead plays. You watch them, you're like, this guy's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. You're more likely to figure that part of it out than you are to say, hey, this guy's my franchise quarterback, right? So it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. I think we're all in the same boat that Falcons fans are united in the idea of let's at least see what we've got. Let me see what it looks like when there's live ammunition out there, when it's when it's go time, when it's real live game action. And the fact that we haven't seen him take a snap, even in a blowout, coming in and mop-up duty, right? Even coming in and just doing a kneel down or anything like that. The fact that we haven't seen any of that, and now we'll finally get to see him. Think about how long it's been. The preseason feels like it's been a lifetime ago. So I'm excited to see Desmond Ritter, but remember, their offensive philosophy is not going to change. All right, when we get back, we're going to talk to our friend of the show, Tori McElhaney, as we'll get you ready for Falcons and Saints, our weekly conversation with the AtlantaFalcons.com digital reporter. Tori's up next. Chuck Ray in the Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 19 on the game, Odyssey.com app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out at the Key Studios. Tuesday night with you. 404-741-0929, by the way, is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. You hear the music. You know what that means. Uh, we normally do this on Wednesdays, but since we do not have a show tomorrow night, let's head out to the WaitFor.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's talk to our friend of the show, Tori McElhaney. She, of course, is a reporter for the Atlanta Falcons for AtlantaFalcons.com. At Tori underscore McElhaney is where you find her on Twitter. And, Tori, let me wish you a happy happy Ritter season to uh, everyone that celebrates. You know, happy Ritter season for the Ritter Ruckus, as I lovingly call them. <laughs> and also, it's Taylor Swift's birthday today. So the music and the happiness is just abounding. Yeah, now we just got to get tickets, right? That's that's our next goal in life is, uh, <laughs> is all the tickets. But anyway, that's a separate discussion that Tori and I have. So, um, you know, Tori, I-, I was talking about this, that, they, there's an old saying in football, I'm sure you know, that a rookie quarterback's best friend is a really good running game. And the Falcons have plenty of that. And one thing that's frustrated me about the offense the last few weeks is it's been 12, 14, and 11 touches for Cordero Patterson. I just feel like we're at that point of the season where they need to feed him the football more. And whether that's split him out a little bit more, more carries, whatever like that, but... 
you know, we talk about Ritter, but I really want to see Patterson get that touches number up at least in like the low 20s. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because when you look at kind of the way that defenses have been playing Atlanta in the last probably month or so, they really it really was a situation where I think a lot of defenses over the course of the last month have been like, we're going to make Atlanta beat us with Marcus Mariota throwing the ball. And I think that was something that as the season has gone on, teams have figured out like, look, they do have a significantly well-executed rushing attack. Let's take that away and make them beat us in another way. And and I think that's kind of a, a little bit why you have seen Cordero Patterson's numbers maybe not be where I think some people want them to be. It's not something that I'm actually overly concerned about because I do think that the Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algier kind of duo right now has done some good things over the last month of the season. I think the problem is is execution in the pass game more than it is what CP's touches may or may not be. This, This offense needs to get back to being a balanced offensive attack, and I think they have gotten away from that because there is less productivity when they are throwing the ball. Tori, the other thing I'm I'm wanting to see as well is, and assuming that he's healthy, and 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 I've talked to you about this before. Just I I want to see Arnold Ebicady start. I want to see more Troy Anderson. I want to see more D'Angelo Malone. Like I want to see besides you know even Tyler Algier getting an increased workload. Besides just seeing our young quarterback, you know we we also have to continue to evaluate these young guys on our roster because we can talk about all the free agent money in the world, but. You still have to build through your young core, and I want to see those guys. And especially my big thing is I want to see Arnold Ebicady start the rest of the way. He is our best pass rusher. Let me see him on the field for somewhere in that 65 to 70% of the snaps range. Yeah, and I think that Arnold Ebicady is is actually, I think, one of the guys that I've been very impressed with. You talk about the last month of the season when things haven't necessarily been going the way the Falcons want them to. I think you missed Arnold Ebicady's presence when, as he was working through the forearm injury that kind of plagued him over the two weeks before we even got into the bye week. The Falcons will get him back. He'll be healthy, and he'll be out there come tomorrow when they have the first practice for, for Saints week. But I think it is one of those things that I, I'm really, really looking forward to getting him particularly back out on the field and seeing that work, workload increase because I thought he – had really turned a corner over the course of the last month and a half of the season. And I was really enjoying watching him play. I thought he was doing things that don't – we talk about Grady Jarrett doing things that don't always show up in the stat sheet. I thought AK was doing very similar things where he – and he was getting some some productive – I guess, sacks and QB hits and and tackles that do show up in a stat sheet, but it was even more so him maneuvering a quarterback out of the pocket and the quarterback throwing the ball away. I mean, those those are never going to show up in a stat sheet, but I really thought that he was somebody who was actively doing that when we saw him in. I'm excited to get him back in it. And it goes across the board with all of these rookies. You know, I don't think you could call some of these guys rookies anymore considering how much they have played this season, and I, I think that's only going to continue to increase as we get into the final four weeks of this season. It's our weekly conversation with Tori McElhaney from AtlantaFalcons.com. She joins me here on the WadeFord.com hotline. So I know 
I know some people's instant reaction when I say this is going to be the quarterback play that they faced, but I do feel like the Falcons' pass defense has played better over the last handful of weeks. In fact, you have to go back to Justin Herbert back on November 6th, the last time any quarterback threw for 200 yards against the Falcons, only 197 last week for the Steelers. And I understand it's been the Panthers, Bears, Commanders, Steelers, but you know, I said Taylor Heineke threw it for almost 303 touchdowns against us. One guy who's really stepped up, and I'm going to give the numbers a little bit later, but if you look at A.J. Terrell's numbers these last three weeks, he's been outstanding in pass defense, yeah. and it feels like at least that group has sort of turned a corner of a bit, and they're not the sieve that they were early in the season. Yeah, well, I think it's interesting because you, you start the season off and you have Casey Hayward and A.J. Terrell, and I know some people were giving – A.J. Terrell down the road about uh, the way that he was playing, but I wasn't, I mean, (laughs) it's hard to replicate what his second year in the league was and how fantastic his last year was. And he does, he does one thing and lets a couple of catches go by him and and everybody's like, Oh my gosh, A.J. Terrell's washed up. That's not at all what happened. He gets hurt, has that hamstring injury that took him out for a few, a few weeks. And then also you lose Casey Hayward with the shoulder injury at that exact time. So this secondary was playing guys who, I'm going to be honest, I think a lot of people consider them practice squad players on some other teams. And so you're playing some of these guys who for the first time are really getting significant reps in the secondary, and you aren't full strength in, in your secondary. And now you've started to – A.J. Terrell has come back and he's playing the way that I think everybody – not just expects him, has come to expect him to play, but the way the Falcons need him to play. And that's not a shot at what how he was playing earlier. I just think he, you're, I agree with you, he's playing really, really well right now. And and I think Darren Hall across from him has stepped into the role of Casey Hayward. And, you know, I think he had some bumps and bruises kind of in those first games where he's, you know, having to essentially, he's the, the guy who maybe has the most, on-field reps and but you've seen him grow and I think his growth is evident and I think his growth is something that you look at where he was maybe right when Casey Hayward first gets hurt and he has to go out there to where he is now I think there is obvious growth in that and then of course Jalen Hawkins and Richie Grant they're coming along as well I mean I think it's 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 everybody it's not just AJ Terrell playing really well as we all know he's playing really well but it is a lot of how this secondary was having to piece themselves together to get through the middle of the season and now now they're kind of through you hope the worst of the injury bug and they could kind of settle in in a way Tori I can't believe I'm about to say what I'm, I'm going to say to you but is there a realistic chance that the Falcons may be open to the idea of bringing Caleb McGarry back you know he's having a really good season and especially in the run blocking now, I'm still a little bit leery about his pass rush. I've seen plenty of times where, you know, those speed guys still get right around him. But I will say he's had arguably his best se- – well, not arguably. He has had his best season as an NFL player this year. I wonder if there isn't a real discussion to be had about the idea of bringing him back next year to be your right tackle. I mean, that's a great question, and it's one that I've kind of toyed with as well as we get closer and closer to the end of the season. And I'm glad that you brought up Kayla McGarry because I truly think that 
the story of the year, in my opinion. I know everybody's going to talk about Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter, which honestly, I'm surprised we haven't gotten more into yet, but <laughs> I digress. But we, the story to me is the turnaround of Caleb McGarry and the progress of Caleb McGarry and honestly, just the productivity of Caleb McGarry. I mean, when you look at the Falcons, when they run the ball to the right side of the protection, so you're talking about Caleb McGarry and you're talking Chris Lindstrom, that has been so productive for them time and time and time again this season. And a lot of that has to do with, one, Chris Lindstrom continuing to be, in my opinion, the best guard in the NFL. And I think there are stats that can back that up. But also Caleb McGarry playing so well beside him and just the the growth of, of a player that I think has taken a lot of shots from the fan base and, and whoever. But he is someone who I've been exceptionally impressed with. And I think it does kind of – plant a seed in the back of these decision makers minds this offensive line has played so well this year and done so many things that you can be proud of in the run game and I also do think in pass pro too that do you want to keep this group together and do you want to see what this group could do with maybe another year together I mean that's something that you know you're not going to let Chris Lindstrom walk away. You, you, I think you literally can't. You know Jake Matthews is going to be there. You know that Drew Dahlman is going to be your your center. He's still on his rookie rookie contract. Elijah Wilkinson, I mean, I, I think that that's kind of questionable because he is only on a one-year deal, but I think he was, when he's healthy, he's been fantastic for, for this offensive line. Then you have Caleb McGarry. I mean, could we be talking about a situation if the Falcons have the money and play it accordingly that they – see that whole line return that's the that's a really good question for this off season all right so last question all right so you brought it up I, I guess this is where I stand I understand the thought process of why Marcus Mariota played as much as he did and and I get that but I think we all feel like it's time like the offense has been bogged down they haven't done a whole lot these last few weeks they're not getting enough play I mean I, I've said before there's a difference between not being a good passing team and being an incompetent passing team and we're becoming incompetent in our passing game so I just think that it's a quarter of the season left it it really does seem like say what you will Tori but I mean it's all just kind of worked itself out very neatly and I do like the way that they've sort of manipulated this move just Mariota's going to go to IR and all that kind of stuff okay so I, I just think that it's all kind of fit very neatly this year with how this has worked out yeah I mean I I don't think you know it's interesting because I, I don't know if this is this was planned from the beginning. Like in week one, they're right. like, all right, we're going to start Marcus until the bye week gets here, and then we're going to give Desmond a shot in the final four games. Like I, I think it really was kind of a month-by-month month thought of like, okay, when it's not necessarily like if it was ever going to happen, but when it was going to happen. Because you have to – Give, you have to give yourself an opportunity to see what you have in Desmond Ritter. You just have to. I mean, you drafted the guy. You don't have a long-term solution for the quarterback position after trading Matt Ryan to Indianapolis. There was always a thought, I think, when Marcus Mariota came in and signed his two-year deal that he was just a bridge from Matt Ryan to whoever the next franchise quarterback for the Falcons could be. That's kind of how I viewed it. And then he has a shot to maybe – expand that bridge I mean I I, and then we know now like that's probably likely definitely not going to happen so when you look at not just where the Falcons are right now 
with a chance to, I mean, heck, anyone could win this NFC South. It, it's mind-boggling to me, but not just in the short term, but in the long term of figuring out what you have in Desmond Ritter, you owe yourself the opportunity to at least see him in some type of action in, in a live game. And I, and I think now, you know, we talk about the right time, and Arthur Smith was talking on, on Monday where he was like, you know, there's always a risk when you make a change like this, but you have to be okay with taking that risk to figure it out. And and I think that's where the Falcons are right now. I'm not saying that. And I think everybody should taper expectations for Desmond Ritter too. I mean, this is a guy who's been running the scout team and practice squad for the last, gosh, the almost the entire season. So taper expectations. This is a rookie quarterback making his first NFL start in New Orleans against the Saints. I mean, that's hard for anybody, let alone a quarterback in his very first start of, of his career. So taper expectations, I don't think Desmond Ritter is going to, you know, go out on Sunday and be God's gift to football, but just understand that this is an evaluation process to see, okay, you have at least four games to figure out what you have in him. Can you say, can that put you in a position after the season's over to figure out one way or another where you're going to go even next year or the year after next at that position? Follow her on Twitter at Tori underscore McElhaney. She, of course, covers Atlanta Falcons for AtlantaFalcons.com and join me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Tori, as always, appreciate it. We will get together again next week, and, uh, you know, we're coming down the very end of this season, so thanks as always. Absolutely. You have a good one. You got it. When we get back from the top of the hour, I got some guys in here who look like they're ready to cross-check me. I don't know what that means, but I got the Atlanta Gladiators here in studio with me. We're going to have a little bit of fun with them as we got a throwback Believe in Blue Land night coming up on Friday, December 16th. We will get into all of that next. Chuck Reed in the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.